Hello and welcome. I don't know about you, but I love to talk and talk I must with everybody, anybody, anywhere. Have you really stopped to talk? And I mean really talk with your family and friends. Do you know what their dreams are? Do you know what they are up to these days? Well, I'm chatting with my friends and people from all walks of life to discover what makes them tick. Join me as I uncover some truths and some stories. I'm Hira and you're listening to Crossleg with Hira Mehta. I have with me Ishita Solanki. She's an artist and a founder of Quill by Ish, which is her own online paper quilling art shop. Hi Ishita. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? Absolutely fine. And um uh, I'm happy that you spoke uh, you've decided to speak to us uh, because you know quilling is something that has always interested me and uh, you know a friend also gave me a few of these quilling uh, strips and the instrument also but I never really got down to learning it or using it so I'm really looking forward to knowing more about it and then perhaps I'll t- dig that out of my cupboard and start making something of it absolutely so I want to thank you so i want to ask i want to i want to start by asking you did you choose to become an artist was it your calling and if it was your calling or why quilling um i would call it a calling uh, okay. so uh, professionally i've been a marketer for 10 years working with a pharmaceutical organization and uh, quilling is something which uh, you know uh, it came to me i got this calling uh, when the covid started so just like you i also had a complete quilling set the papers you know all the equipments with me for past 3 years and they were lying in my cupboard and uh, when when the lockdown started i had extra time at hand because we weren't traveling right so that saved time you know and i'm a very curious person i'm somebody who can't sit idle or just you know watch netflix doing nothing i'm not that kind of a person so i'm very fidgety that way so i thought chalo now let's me re- let me remove this kit that i have and make some use of it i started youtubing the the you know the skills uh, certain designs how you need to handle these paper uh, so i started with basics and i just started uh, some rough designs uh, on my own just to pass time that's how quilling started for me so and every time i created a new art it started getting better you know so that's one and uh, i think within 4 months of my practice i got my first order uh, commission art so that was a very big motivation for me and since then i've been unstoppable i think i've finished about 40 art in one and a half year wow that's amazing <laughs> but if you were to explain quilling to a layman how would you explain quilling and what are the tools and the materials that are used in quilling okay um so i think uh, quilling is a rare art most of most people may not know about it i am going to relate it with sewing okay so when you sew you use a paper cloth as a base similarly when it comes to paper quilling you use a a paper as a base a sheet of paper as a base and in sewing is when you use you use threads but here instead of threads you use paper strips so it's basically paper on paper art uh some artists they cut their own strips you know so they take a sheet of paper and they cut the strips of this size 
so this is 5 mm in in measurement so these strips are cut in such a way these are also readily available in all the stationery shops i prefer to buy ready made you know previously cut strips that saves time for me and the basic instruments which you require is this your scissor and your base paper this is the most basic tool you require to start quilling but somebody who who is not you know uh, who's a beginner they don't know how to handle these uh, you know thin strips of paper in that case there is this needle available you know this is similar to putting a thread in the needle like a sewing dhaga but it's just you have this needle and you insert a strip of paper in here and then you get started that's how it so this is the basic tools that are required to start with okay so uh, what kind of paper you said you buy your strips ready made but if a person wants to uh, wants to just pick it up i mean just try it out at home what kind of paper should one should a beginner use and you said that the strips should be 5 mm but how long should they be and how do you decide the length and the width of a paper when you want to uh, when you visualize a design okay so i would recommend if somebody is starting the quilling do not invest a lot of money just take a normal white sheet of paper this is a normal a4 paper that we use for printing you know taking print outs normal 80 mm paper so these paper can then with scissor or with cutter could be cut into thin strips now the strips also depend it's not it's not a mandate that you know you must cut a strip into 5 mm you can use your own judgment it could be 3 mm 5 mm 10 mm some big artists they use also 15 or 20 mm thick strips if the art is much bigger in size so it's totally up to an artist in terms of the length when we speak about the length uh the length totally depends upon the size of your uh, uh uh element that you want to prepare so i'll just give you Wait, an example how, how, so how much you want to roll it ha uh, i'll give and you an example and how you want to roll it this small one heart this one heart is basically half a strip so once one side of a heart is one fourth strip so when i want to make this chota small heart no i'll two hearts come out of one full strip so that's basically a judgment of an artist so this would require a lot of practice lot of judgment sometimes a lot of trial and error method also to gauge as to what amount of length of paper you require okay and uh, if do you have to uh, sort of draw out the design first and then after you have finished sticking them on to your paper or onto the design do you need to give a coat of something to keep it together or how do you what is actually the process of uh, creating a design and sticking those little uh, quills uh, quilling that you do onto that paper right i'll tell you about the process of quill by h which is my brand uh what i normally do is i draw the art that i want to create with a pencil on a normal normal as i said print out sheet of paper uh i decide color by sketching on it or sometimes i use a pencil color or watercolors to draw a rough sketch of the art that i want to prepare once i know that my art is in place my colors are in place they are approved by my clients that's when i start my actual art on a thicker sheet of paper sometimes if the art is big i also go with a 400 gsm paper which is you know closely thick to a thin cardboard you know which can stand the glue the wetness of the glue it won't get spoiled after that i start literally uh, you know making my quill art with the paper i use my sketch as a reference to get 
a perfect 3D of what I have sketched for my client. So that's how it is. In terms of coating, no, there is no coating required. Just take a sheet of paper as your base. And uh, I normally use uh, Fevicol. So I buy these big bottles for me. Uh, these are quite useful. And uh, just, uh, you know, uh, drop this paper, the edge of the paper on the glue and stick it. That's all one needs to do. That's very interesting, you know, because I have seen a lot of beautiful envelopes that are created uh, with the quilling designs. And, you know, I've always wondered uh, whether, you know, it, it doesn't look very, very complicated. But at the same time, if you do not get it right, it, it definitely won't uh, look good. And, you know, what I what what is beautiful about the quilling is that it's a 3D effect. So how do you protect it from getting, you know, damaged if something is placed on it? You know, because this is an art which probably would require, if you were to make a frame of it, you definitely require a thickness to, so that the glass does not press against the quilling. So how, uh, when you're thinking about quilling, does it, and you may have to, of course, make different sizes and different, uh, you know, dimensions of it, but it has to be the same level, isn't it? When it is all placed on the paper, it has to be of the same level. The length may differ, but the but the height has to be the height same, isn't it? it? Yes. yes, the height will be same. Um, there is There are also more variations to this. So uh, if I were to create a complex and more 3D looking art, I would mix the 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 uh, width of papers. So some elements I would do with three mm, some I would do with five mm. So what happens on this base sheet of paper, the the width or the height in that case after sticking it becomes a height. It would vary and that would give another three dimensional effect to the art all in all. Speaking about framing the art or you know making sure that it stays as it is. Uh, so for these quill arts. Uh, we normally have these box frames, you know. So if you see, there is a gap here at the side, right? So basically, this width plays a very important role for a frame, which then protects. So I normally buy these box frames, which protect my art, and they stay as they are. I mean, there's, there's nothing one needs to do to maintain or preserve them. It stays normal. So do you buy your own... No, but do you create? Uh, do you buy these ready-made frames, or you make them at home yourself, or give it to a, a person who can frame these art for you in the box frames that you're talking about? Yes. So I have a supplier who uh, who uh, you know helps me during my SOS requests and also some bulk. Uh, since I keep getting normal orders, I I keep some stock with me, uh, you know, to supply to my clients. But if the request is different, I mean, if the size is different from my normal arts. In that case, I place special orders and I get these box frames. The framing, labeling, everything I do at mine. And all by yourself? Yes. Okay. So what does what what does Quill by uh, Ish offer to a client? And uh, do you have some specifications that you tell them that I can make them in this size or this, and this is the options that I have, or these are the designs that I have? Or uh, do they give you a design and ask? Of course, I'm sure clients would give you a design because they'll have some thought in it. But uh, does it all work uh, based on size of what you think should be the right size for uh, a particular piece of art? Is there some specifications that you have set out or not? Uh, firstly, I will answer your first question, which is what Quill by Ish offers. So in terms of offering, Quill by Ish offers a completely 
customized rather personalized quill art if one can go back to my instagram page which is at rate quill by ish uh, they will be able to observe a lot of different variety of art and most of the arts that i have created so far for my clients are all personalized so basically if the client has an art from quill by ish that art has a story to tell so i spend a lot of time with my clients to understand what they really want what is the story behind that art that they want me to create that's how it is so that is one so it's a completely personalized i uh, i'm crazy about creating personalized something with a story for my clients rather than just giving them some flowery something you know i do have ready made arts also if somebody wants to buy and gift uh, that's uh, you know one's choice but i still would prefer that they get it done custom that what so after taking a brief after understanding what they want after understanding who it is for and what kind of a person that is so that's how much detail i like to get into if one is comfortable talking to me after that i do the sketch i recommend the size to them uh, now the size depends upon the client's budget also so that's a recommendation that comes from me and sometimes they also have their request that i wanted this big or this big you know they they uh, they may not tell me the size but i gauge it you know from their brief so size is recommended by me by me and as i said the process then follows the sketching the colors i also ask their color choices you know sometimes uh we really uh, we we really like the aura of certain colors around us you know so i feel that if you have an art in your house it should bring you a pleasant uh, uh mood you know it it bring you some sense of happiness around you so colors play a very important role when i start creating my art and i want my clients to choose them if not uh with with the way they talk with the way they express their uh, request sometimes i recommend colors you know because uh i think we can gauge uh, the choice of color of a person i mean uh for me i'm a very loud person and i'm very bubbly so i like all bright colors i i don't like beige so i think sometimes i'm able to gauge that uh i give them a timeline of when i will be delivering my art based on their request and uh, yeah that's when we get started i like to keep sending them updates every weekend uh i try to show them the progress we've made so far in case if they don't like some part of it i take that request uh, you know uh, if possible i change them i i make those changes also all in all i want uh uh you know a quill by ish client to be happy i want the smile so my reward is the smile on my recipient's face uh, that's the big thing so that's the process and that's what a person or a, or somebody can experience uh, quill by ish as an art so that's the process that we call So tell me, Ishita, when you do one piece, it is just one piece. If somebody were to ask you to replicate the same piece, ten copies of the same, or let's say you're making a wedding card or something, which needs to be replicated for so, uh, how easy or how difficult is that to do? Um, uh, the first one is always difficult because, uh, as I said, judgment is very important. what length of strip i need to cut sometimes it's i sometimes i throw a lot of it or sometimes i preserve it for my next start or you know like that the first one is the most difficult and the most time consuming but if i have to create uh, 10 replicas then the remaining nine becomes easy for me in terms of thinking there my brain is not required just my hands are required so in that case i can just watch tv and you know my hands keep working that's that's how i manage it so i use my needle and you know it's happening <laughs> 
so you basically create all those uh, little little uh, strips into <laughs> those little little rolls and <laughs> keeps to uh, keep accumulating them and then actually sit down to create the craft uh, the art yes. you do not uh, create it as you go along you you have already got it on a piece of paper you've designed it you know exactly what is going where the color everything is in place when you do a, a creation that's lovely you know to hear so that's the tip i will take away from you and that is first decide what you want to draw first draw it then decide the colors and as you said create it first draw it out with the colors yes. so you're very clear as to what you're going to create that's a Absolutely. lovely tip thank you so much now tell me shita your presence uh, is around the world as of now i read i i saw on your insta page which are the places from where you have been uh, getting requests for your art oh uh, well um uh obviously india in india i have given most of my sold most of my arts but uh, uh apart from that i my art has gone to dubai uh, gone to us gone to philippines uh, my next is for sri lanka uh there's another one in pipeline from barcelona so i have a couple lined up and uh, uh, i'm happy that you know i'm getting recognized not just in my own country but i'm getting requests from uh, you know uh, outside so i think it's a big big box of uh, uh, you know opportunity for me uh, in terms of exposure but ishita i mean how long does it take you to create one uh, uh, let's say uh, you have got these five clients and if i were to just say that one piece of art if i have requested for it uh, which is say uh, maybe 5 by 5 or 4 by 3 or something like that how long would it take you to create one to complete one piece of art from you've already given me the design you've already i've already approved the colors i've already done everything all you're doing is putting it together so when you're putting it together how long does it take you to create one piece of art approximately i'm not saying exactly but yeah how much time uh, that's that's the most important question that you're asking me for me uh, because time is something that is the most invested in here after creativity and after my imagination so uh, a simple a simple greeting card like this took me one hour okay and uh, then when i do big arts uh, it it goes from say 35 hours to sometimes 150 hours means that i have uh, uh, worked for so then it goes for two months also sometimes there's a same art it's, it's there on my table and every day i'm doing little little i'm working on it so that's how prolonged it becomes if it's a complex art so the art that we have on the invite of this uh, insta live today that's the art which took me over 150 hours to finish and that's that is the one which went to dubai so tell me something ishita if i if there is a piece of art that you're creating and uh, you know do you feel like oh i'm tired i need to put this aside for some time and you know i can't do this now or does that type of feeling come over you of you know because, because working at a stretch or putting 150 hours or 70 hours into a project everybody needs a break everybody yes. needs to rejuvenate so how do you how do you uh, you know plan that whole uh, thing of yours you know uh the break is also very important because uh, i have found myself improvising on the same art when i've taken breaks so okay. as for me as i said since i am also a working professional so monday to friday is really hectic for me uh but uh, 
Saturdays and Sundays is something which I completely dedicate to Kuilbai Ish. So I'm working nonstop in the first place. But since I'm I'm doing two different things because the the marketing job is is very technical that I do. I'm always on the laptop doing PPTs and all of that. And then I suddenly switch to quilling Friday night onwards or Friday evening onwards. You know. So that's the break, and that's the the breather that I get. Uh, also, sometimes on the weekdays, if my days are light at work, then I start. I continue with my quilling also during the evening times. So that's how I manage it. And yes, I do. That's how I get breaks actually. Apart from that, I I hardly take breaks. <laughs> so obviously, quilling is your break. Quilling is your yes. uh, rejuvenation. because you're working and you know so if you're working and then you're quilling because for me also craft is a big uh, you know uh, break away from uh, the normal routines of uh, things that you do you know and so i remember that you know as when i used to work in my uh, like you when i used to work when i was in the corporate job monday to friday i would be at work but saturday and sunday was completely for craft and i used to create and create and i don't know what i what all i used to do but you know people used to love it because every diwali i used to put one item on everybody's table before they came to work you know on uh, just oh. on the day of diwali so i love craft so for me craft is really something that rejuvenates me like you you know thank you ishita it's been lovely talking to you and thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me and share so much today probably you've taught us uh, uh, you know you've made quilling easier for us to think about even experimenting with you know because we just look at quill uh, art we look at those beautiful envelopes and we think i how i wish i could make it and now i think i can make one and you know uh, at least basic one so thank you so much for sharing so much of information So, where can people get in touch with you? Spell it out for me. Q U I L L Quill B Y Y E S H Ish Ish stands for my name, Ishita. Thank you so much, Ishita. It was lovely talking to you. Wish you all the best, and I hope that your creations reach every part of the world. and uh, wish you all success thank you so much for talking to me thank you so much it was lovely lovely talking to you if you enjoyed this episode and want to talk to me about your life i'm waiting connect with me on hira meta 13@gmail.com and until next time namaste